Hello again, everybody. This is uh, Jason Powers. Uh, today, I'm going to try to discuss uh, the current uh, polling that is coming out of uh, 538.com. I had saved uh, their information late on uh, October 17th, and I thought I'd look at it again today to see where it's moved. In actual, and, and I'm doing this, you know, in regards to seeing where it tracks in relationship to the not covered uh, Hunter Biden story. So on October 19th, they gave uh, Biden an 88% chance of uh, winning the election. And they've stayed consistent with that idea. Uh, it's 87% as of October 20th. They just updated their site about oh, 35 minutes ago. So it, this is his late, latest and greatest. And he's been uh, above 80%. Uh, they moved at, um, as of October 3rd, um, the move uh, upward. He's been climbing upward ever since um, the end of August. Um, for whatever reason, they think that, you know, the information that they're gathering uh, assures that victory. And so in the battleground states, they have them and they had it currently today. Um, for example, they had the um, information shows that uh, Michigan is 7.9 percent up Biden, Pennsylvania is 6, uh, um, 6.4 Wisconsin 7.2 and Arizona's 3.9. Now, as of the 17th, um, Michigan was at 7.9 and now 7.8. So it's just ticked down a, a bit. Uh, Pennsylvania, it's showing uh, tightening uh, was uh, down to 6.4%. But that's uh, it's just kind of interesting because, I mean, to me, this doesn't even reflect reality. I mean, how can a guy who's not even campaigning really hard at all, uh, be this far up. <clears throat> and I started looking at the information on uh, on different states that they have listed, and I had captured a tweet thread on this. Uh, for example, um, I'll go through each one. So Ohio, for example, I'm, I'm going to look at where it is today as it was. Uh, um, that's one of the closer ones to watch. So... They still ha they have it now as a toss up, and they had it. Uh, Trump won at fifty one percent on um, Saturday, so they've moved that state a little bit. Um, let's see the next one. Um, so they have they have Biden, they had Biden winning Florida uh, seventy one twenty nine. Uh, these are all simulations, by the way. Now it's a uh, seventy. Well, they got 7031. That tells you how their modeling uh, numbers are coming out. Um, and I'm going by their modeling numbers because it's a uh, because, you know, they're, they're they've said to themselves that they're, you know, this foremost outlet, even though they predicted the 2016 election wrong. Um, Nate Silver is the, the head operator of this site. And to me, uh, it's interesting because he used to be a baseball analyst and um Nothing. I I used to be big into baseball and used to understand where that uh, where that scenario was, but evidently uh, there's a lot more money to be made in politics. So he moved over to that, and he's been lauded and praised, and all the newspapers love him and whatnot. So I'm getting back to the states. So I had captured North Carolina, so that number hasn't moved any. It's a uh, 67. Uh, they think North Carolina will go to Biden 67 times out of 100 uh, based upon their simulations. Um, 
And the reason why I'm going state by state, these are the uh, the battleground states. So Arizona, they had they had it uh, as of Saturday, they had 68 to 32 uh, Biden. Um, and today, um, looking at it, uh, they're at 69, 31. So mostly these are staying in the same realm of, um, I guess you could say, same number. They haven't, they're not shifting their polling substantially, even even given the fact that uh, um, the Hunter Biden story is out there and circulating. Um, Iowa is exactly the same as it was the three days ago. And the reason why I'm comparing that now and in, 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 in <clears throat> where that stood before is to me that, you know, it's like, if that means if that doesn't move the needle with anybody, uh, that you know there's a p- potentiality that uh, we had a uh, the son of a vice president uh, selling his uh, his uh, <clears throat> his uh, influence uh, to you know garner huge uh, uh, kickbacks and and basically using the office to enrich yourself. Um, People are so, um, I guess you could say, at this point, indifferent to that idea. Then uh, the United States of America is, you know, pretty much just as corrupt as every other um, communist state that's ever existed, um, because we have people that don't care anymore. And I know there can be an argument made about Trump and this, but Trump started off as a billionaire coming into office. There's a significant difference if. Um, the Democrats couldn't uh, uh, make a difference there in regards to uh, making making that to be a big deal in the 2016 election. It would be very difficult to to turn around and try and and they've done everything in their their uh, they've thrown everything in their arsenal at him in order to uh, make that uh, the reality. Um, going back through all these states, they're essentially the same. So Texas was the same. Virginia is the same. Uh, Virginia, they got 99 to 1 uh, Biden win. So obviously the influence of D.C. is all but assured there. Um, let's see. Nevada, it was 87-13. Um, we're looking at this again now. 87-13. Uh, so they're not moving. No, no state is significantly moving one way or another um, as I'm going through these. Um Minnesota changed a little bit. It was 92.8. Now it's a 90 to 10, um, a couple percentage points. So I guess you could say that's a move. Uh, Michigan, they have it 91.9, or they did have it as 91.9 on October 17th. And today it stands at 92.8. So Michigan is shifting uh, towards uh, Biden. And the reason why I'm going through this, they, they have the... They've had the running total of, of electoral votes, too, on their uh, chart and uh, chances of winning. And they've consistently, you know, had uh, Biden uh, uh, just winning uh, an electoral landslide. Um, they were they went as far as saying that, uh, what was it, uh, the, the, the entire uh, entirety of the uh, elector uh the probability of him having like well over 350 was substantial um, electoral votes. So they got him at 345 currently. Um, the reason why I'm shifting away from the states is just because I, I'm not going to go through every state, but 
uh, for the most part, the battleground states are essentially where Biden, they say, is going to win all these huge amounts of votes. Um, and so uh, since uh, September, they've had the consistency. They said that the, the forecast was that Biden would win 330 electoral votes um, throughout that time frame. And it's just it's been that actually been the, that way that he's been above 300 since back when they did their polling on June 1st. So at no point have they ever been uh, uh, saying that Trump had any any possibility of winning this election by any stretch of imagination. Um, and of course, you know, that's, you know, the, the thing you should know is this this site is uh, sponsored by ABC News. So if you know anything about ABC News, you know they certainly don't have a right slant at all. Um, so another thing is they say Biden has a 35% chance of winning in, uh, winning by a double-digit margin, so a landslide. So they're they're putting all their eggs in the uh, the one basket uh, as far as this. the forecast model was developed by Nate Silver. So just so you know that I'm not just you know he can't say that he didn't put his uh, a stamp of approval on this and they have their polls and they have a model outputs. I'd have to go look at all that. I could download it. I think it's like a five megabyte file. Um, and then of course with winning the, the presidency, the Democrats are, uh, gen, ginned up to, uh, recapture re the Senate and therefore say they, they won, you know, then they'll have all three branches of, uh, the Congress and, uh, both branches of Congress and uh, the presidency. We know they have the agencies in their back pocket and they have the media in their back pocket. Um, so <clears throat> with that re, uh, with that reality, uh, you'll see a substantial shift if they do win. Um, just looking at it and people say, are, are you scared of that fact? I'm only scared of that fact because I uh, based upon the policy prescriptions that have been uh, bantered about by Biden, whether it be lockdowns, mass mandates, all of them are unconstitutional and nobody would ever would should ever think that that should be something that we should head towards. Uh, you also have first amendment, uh, issues, you have second amendment issues, um, how you're going to, how you're going to sell, uh, reconcile this with the rest of the nation who probably will will not feel, uh, quite as warm and fuzzy about, uh, any guy who can't string two sentences together and everybody can harp about Trump's, Twitter feed and everything else, but um, the reason why you're mad is probably um, because you get offended easily by anything that's said about anything that you don't that you disagree with. The one thing you can say is Trump never took us into war, so uh, that was something that they were warmongering back in 2016, and ever since then he's uh, been working to try to improve relationships in the Middle East, whether it be Saudi Arabia, whether it be Israel. Uh, he just got Bahrain and a couple other countries to recognize Israel, which is pretty significant. He moved the embassy to Jerusalem. Um, say what you will. I mean, how, uh, there's been very few politicians who have come in and have ever worked on anything regarding the Middle East and actually succeeded on it. So I, the reason why I bring that up is it's a pretty substantial win. And then when you take in relationship that, Biden was um, at the, was a forerunner or was glad, giddy about uh, getting the Americans into the Iraqi war. Uh, we didn't 
ramped down the Iraq War when he was invite when he was a vice president. Um, we know that uh, the Ukrainian incidents were filtered. You can say that the Russians caused all that problem there, but there's a enough information out there to suggest that the United States didn't exactly make that situation disappear through their inability to talk or discuss how they were going to handle um, Russian policy. A lot of that has to do with missile defense systems that we probably should have deployed or allowed. We showed weakness and then the Russians took advantage of that. And then we reversed our course. So our foreign policy issues, not, not saying that domestically you could, you can make an argument that Trump's somehow the blame for all the 50 states doing what they did in terms of health policy. But uh, I think you'd have to really look at every individual state to understand why certain states did significantly worse or better under the lockdowns or uh, potential health department changes. So in looking at the overall election, though, I, I have a hard time when I see when I see uh, these huge crowds for Trump and Biden can't get 10 people to uh, um, at a rally to watch him or 50 people or 100 people. Um, I, I don't see unless there is this huge silent majority out there. You can call it uh, 530. It lays it on. They say why uh, why Trump is losing white suburban women. Well, if white suburban women are so deluded to think that everything is Trump's blame and they're going to vote, you know, 90, 10 uh, for uh, Biden or there isn't some other uh, mechanism like election manipulation through mail-in voting, which can be duplicated, which is going to be difficult because you can't val validate it as well. Obviously, there's, there's voter harvesting that's been uh, talked about in Minneapolis and other places. There's a host of issues with mail-in voting. That's the reason why in-person voter ID has always been our voter uh, uh, registration and, and uh, verification has always been at the forefront of why policy should be made that way. So I'm going to cut this short. It was kind of rambling, but um, I, uh, I hope that you'll go out and vote and vote your conscience. And um, in two weeks, we'll find out who's going to be running this country or two months, probably more like. Thanks for listening.